Hey guys, welcome to episode 28 of the Getting to This Podcast. This week is all about fall beauty, lack of ass eaters, and oh my god, I worked out with Michelle Obama, and yes, I said all of that in the same sentence. So if you are ready for this episode, keep listening, get ready to get into this. Hey guys, it's me, Denise. It's episode 28 of the Get Into This Podcast. I'm so happy to be back here recording this week. Last week, I took a week off. Um, It was completely unplanned. It was um, 100% my intention to have an episode, but I just didn't really have much to say. And like I've told you guys before, I think that for me, it makes more sense to... um, not just come on here with some filler shit and wait until I actually have some real content to deliver you. So that's exactly what the hell I did. So um, this week, I have some stuff going on. You want to hear about it? Here it goes. So, well, you know what? Let me scratch that. I'm going to tell you about it, but I want to say two little small things first. First thing is the iPhone, the new iPhone update has this little... um, option and i don't even know how it came up but it it has been majorly useful to my productivity this week and like over the last maybe the last two weeks so it's this bedtime function and it automatically will turn your phone to a do not disturb um function if you will until your alarm comes on and it silences like all your calls all your texts all your notifications until you already have your you know your preset alarm on for the following morning I don't know how you even turn that thing on. I, I, I honestly think it was just a a thing that came on by its own one night. And I think it kind of just triggers, it pays attention to, I think, okay, I have not done research, but I think, because I never turned this on. I think what it does is it kind of notices when you normally stop fooling around with your phone and then does this little bedtime thing because it does it every different times every every night and then it'll make this little chimey sound and say basically hey girl you need to go to sleep and then um I don't get any notifications to the next morning and if you're anybody like me um I am a very light sleeper and then I'm also um very uh, I feel like I'm inclined to answer messages phone calls whatever whenever people call and I have friends that will like notoriously call it the dumbest fucking times like 6 a.m., like, you know, midnight. And if I hear the phone ringing, I will wake up. And part of me feels like, okay, I'm an adult and I don't have to sneak around to whisper on the phone, so I answer. And the other part is like, what the fuck did they want at this hour? So it has to be either an... 911 emergency or it has to be some juicy stuff that cannot wait until the following morning so I answer but this little um thing allows me to not even know that this is going on and I feel at peace um so I'm able to come home now drink a glass of wine which I have right now um with me while I'm recording and then take some melatonin get in the shower and go to sleep and I don't hear from you bitches until the next day so it's been a lifesaver so um if you are looking for ways to increase your productivity or at least increase um your sleep figure out how to make that happen if if iPhone hasn't already shoved its way into your device automatically by making it happen. Um, about the productivity as well, I am on week seven of my um, my planner, my next 90 days. It's from Saver Life Planner. And I'm su- super proud of myself for being committed to actually writing stuff down. It has made a huge difference. Um, 
I am now really into goal setting, but then I'm also like using this a little bit as my journal too. Um, I write affirmations to myself in here and each day they give you, um, like you have like a layout of, you know, blank space to write what you have going on for the day. But then also they've got a section called pull weeds and plant seeds, remove the bad things, put in the good things, and then little markers of, um, of, um, like self-love and, all that stuff at the bottom of it. So I actually have it in here with me while I'm recording now because that's really where I write everything now. Like this is my thing. So I'm walking around with a journal slash planner or a planner that I've made a journal. So I'm proud of myself for committing to sticking with it because it's also another $30 investment. So there's no way I could just not do it. All right. So those two things just came to mind. However, guys, I have had a such a fruitful week um, last week. And it's crazy how it developed. The big ticket is I worked out with Michelle Obama. Okay. I worked out five times last week. And one of those times was with Michelle Obama. And it is so crazy that that was a thing to me. I'm not normally very like starstruck. I'm not really like a person who is um like oh my gosh this is something that i have to ha make happen it kind of just casually happened and i was in the moment and i enjoyed my time and that's that so here's what happened you guys know i'm a fitness coach and so um we you know being in different industries you get afforded different perks or what have you so i got the invitation to work out with her um she came in um, and just like a regular client and, um, you know, it was like no frills. People knew she was, we knew she was coming. It, like I knew she, I was coming to a class with her. Um, I did not instruct the class. I was a client right along with her. So she gets to the studio, um, walks right in, starts, you know, adjusting her machine because again, she's a client. She knows how to do everything. Um, and she, um, finds a machine. I look through this, I look in the studio and realize, okay, she's in there by herself. Nobody's like walking in with her. And I'm like, okay, girl, well, I'm about to walk right beside you and put myself on the machine beside you. I say a little something to her, you know, she says something back to me. And then, you know, we're like 10 minutes out from class starting. So I, um, I'm, she's talking to someone else and um, these these are also people that she brings into the class with her as well. Some some high profile people as well, um, whose names I'm not saying, but she's there. So um, <clears throat> there's a couple minutes before class starts, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I actually have not started a conversation with her. So I turn around and I'm like. Um, Michelle, so I never really introduced myself to you. I introduced myself to her and, um, you know, she's very politely is just in conversation and I work out in, um, a sports bra and leggings and I had on an aloe, um, sports bra and some Lululemon aligned leggings. And she's like, oh my gosh, I love that brand now. And she has on aloe brand and she had it on in like a, um, like a, like a robin's egg blue and of course I had on my regular all black and she's like I love your sports bra 
Um, I wanted the exact same sports bra, but, um, and now I get to see exactly how it's supposed to look. And I was like, what is you, what do you mean? And she's like, well, I tried it on and it didn't look like it looks on you. And I'm like further like, well, what do you, what do you mean? I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? And she's like, cause I don't have the boobs that you had. And I'm like, oh my God, are you saying that my boobs are good? Oh my God, Michelle, we are best friends. So in that very moment, I did not pull myself to say, to tell the um, forever floatus that she too could have boobs like mine if she just took her ass up to Chevy Chase and bought some. <laughs> I was like, okay, girl, I'm just going to take this as my, you know, forever compliment that Miss um, Michelle Obama thinks I have the best boobs um, ever. So she didn't exactly say that, but that's what I heard. So um, that's what I'm taking away from. Um, that I did ask her if we could take a photo and she declined to take a photo because um she was like look honestly I just like coming here as the client and I don't want it to turn into a thing and I was like you know I totally respect that and I will completely cherish the fact that I have access to be in those classes with her so I don't need to like turn this into a whole exploitation moment so that you guys can see a photo you know what she looks like you know what I look like you're hearing the story now trust and believe it really did happen um so uh class continued or class started and being next to Michelle was so wild because she is in shape she looks like how she does on TV she's tall um she looks like um an in shape woman of her age right like she doesn't look like a fitness model because obviously she's not but she definitely looks like she attends classes and maintains some type of healthy lifestyle um the crazy part was I had already been to class several times that week. I had coached that morning, um, two classes, no, a class, class, one class. Um, and I was already having a very productive day. I was tired and spent, but Michelle Obama is on the machine next to me. And there's no way that my ass is not going to like be in here doing acrobatic tricks and doing every fucking thing. So child was in there doing every single thing. Like, and if you've ever been to one of our type of classes, they are fucking hard. And I was, listen, this lady does not take any breaks. And if you're beside her and you're a coach, like, and I can't even tell you how sore I was the following morning from doing everything and not taking like any real breaks. Um, I did also have the opportunity to tell her that I coached and told her where I coached and talked to her about my type of playlist. And she asked me how old I was. And um, she said she goes to the movies and Tyson's and every now and then and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it was a cute little five minute conversation um, that was private and that had nothing to do with. Um, you know, a book signing or like an event we were at. It was just like I was talking to her as a person beside me before a class started. Like that was totally what it felt like and that's exactly what it was. So I'm going to try as much as I can to sneak back into class with her um, because I do have that um, option afforded to me, which is such a blessing and I'm forever grateful that that exists. Um, I just unfortunately don't always have the opportunity to take advantage of it because my life is in not in the city during the day. Um, but I'm going to make it because it's a, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity to get to be be there doing that with her. So anyway, um, I know several people since I posted this on Facebook that I took class with her have been asking me about it. So I definitely wanted to share with you guys that um, experience and what the conversation was. And Michelle thinks I have good boobs. So, uh, you know, eat your heart out, guys. Um, 
What else did I do this week? I went to um, an investor conversation. I guess that's the best way to describe it. So um, there's a really amazing project that I'm working on right now that, you know, as things develop within the next several months, I'll be able to give you guys more tea on that. But um, it involves investors and stuff like that. So there was an event in Georgetown that I went to um, early last week. And it was, it was you know, those investor conversations that you might see. Um, I don't know where you guys would see it. I mean, if you're not really in that space. But it's like a panel, but there's only two people. So they sit on the stage and the lights are down, you know, whatever. So the host was Marla Beck. And she is the... Um, founder and she might still be the CEO there's a lot of transition going on but at least the founder of Blue Mercury which is a um, DC based um, like boutique luxury uh, makeup store Blue Mercury and um, Alexa Von Tobel who is now a venture capitalist and she is also um, <clears throat> she's a venture capitalist of a firm called um, Inspired Capital and she also had a company whose name is uh, escapes me, but she sold her company for like three hundred and sixty something million dollars. They got acquired for. Um, so she was there, um, being asked questions by Marla Beck. So it was two multimillionaires on the stage and really just talking to the audience. What was with the the event was held at Halcyon. Um, which is in Georgetown, and they do a lot of um, like uh, investor tech and um, oh goodness, I can't even think of what I'm trying to say. Like incubator, incubator type of programs um, for people in those spaces. So it was a it was a really good event, and it was really just general information about um, like female led. Um, businesses in the VC space and how you um, really. Uh, address an issue what may what is venture business versus just like a regular mom and pop type of business or what is just regular business but what makes it venture how you get in line with a vc what you should really be looking for what they should be looking for um all that type of stuff so it was a really um a good conversation it was a short conversation but it was good i um after the event was able to introduce myself to alexa um she's also 36 years old which is wild i mean i have been um, I've been, okay, before I say that, I get, so I always get so like caught up in my thoughts and I want to say so many things at one time, but when she's talking about all of these things, um, that she has, oh, also Alexa is the host of Inc. Magazine's, um, podcast. So if you guys are done with my podcast, when you guys are done with my podcast today and you're a business type of girl or guy, go over and listen to hers. It's Inc. Magazine. Just type in Inc. Alexa Von Tobel. Boom. It'll come up. It's really like a founder business type of podcast. But anyway, after the event, um, she was a course being hounded by people and I'm like look let me let me hang out for a few minutes and then I introduced myself to her I'm like look I'm also 36 years old blah 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 and then you know just chatted with her for like literally 15 seconds as she was walking she's like girl message me blah 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 so um I am probably going to message her this evening and um start that but that was another like highlight for me to be able to be in that space because um, it's hard to break into that when you come from a community, i.e. Um, 
African-American where we don't really have very many seats at the table. And in fact, there's not a lot at all. Um, statistically, Black women receive less than 1% of VC funding for any type of business we want to start. I'm talking less than 1%. So if you think about all the businesses out here that um, are VC-backed businesses, and VC-backed businesses are large businesses. So think Glossier, think uh, Away, think Warby Parker, think Bonobos, think... Um, Anything that is those new type of companies that are direct to consumer, those are VC backed companies. And basically, if you don't know what that even means, it's instead of going to a traditional bank with a traditional business um, plan saying, hi, I'd like $200,000 to open up a store or whatever, right? No, these companies think how they can really disrupt an entire industry and they ask for several million dollars and they get the several million. So you really are also disrupting because you're coming out of like dealing with Wells Fargo or Bank of America or whatever. Um, but you notice that the type of companies that I just described are companies that disrupted the industry like Warby Parker, right? Like you no longer have to go to a lens crafter and wait two weeks to get this and that. Like Warby Parker was when they first came out, you were doing something online and doing like a little survey online and they were sending you five samples to your house like you could eliminate those stores and then you could you were also having the option to get really chic glasses um and they were $95 a piece and now depending on what city you live in you can see a Warby Parker um in in the flesh in a brick and mortar store but they still disrupted the in industry of um optical where because of how they did everything and how they priced it and how easy they made it same thing with like the casper mattresses and all that stuff i mean you don't even have to fool around with going to a, a sleazy mattress place and then trying to figure out how the fuck are you going to get a mattress on your roof back to your house no this shit comes in a box now to your house by the way i have two of them in my apartment me and reagan sleep on box mattresses and they are divine um, so, you know, all these companies that I listed, they are all shaking things up. I just had recently asked on, um, Facebook the other day of recommendations for a lingerie brand. And most of the suggestions that people gave me were these very same VC type of companies. Um, <clears throat> so Natasha, I know you're going to listen to this. Third love is VC backed. So, um, yeah. So it was such an honor for me to be able to be in that space, to learn that and to be, you know, really disruptive on my own accord, because I look around and I'm one of the only minorities in the room, which is frustrating at its at its at its you know, peak for me to feel like, why, why are, why am I the only brown person in here? One of the only brown pe per, per people in here. Why are, why are not, why are more of us not interested in this? Or why don't we at least even have access or resources or knowledge of this? But on the other hand of this, you know, I listened to um, the introduction speech being made by um, someone there and he mentioned inclusity, um, Inclusivity, inclusion, and diversity. <laughs> I mix both of those words together. Um, and I looked around after he said that, and I'm like, sir, there is no diversity or inclusion in here because I am like one of the only like 
10 black people in here and there's like 100 people sitting in here like no sir this is not it what i realized is that that whole little buzz term is so on trend right now for non-minorities i.e white people specifically white people with money and white people um who are vcs and who have lots and lots and lots and lots of lots of money to give to uh, minorities like me so i'm like okay um well while we're on trend and while being diverse is fucking trendy let me ride this wave and take a couple million dollars off your hand so i'm there things are working i'm happy to say that those two things um are going and you know i thought i thought about something um <clears throat> that i want to share with you guys obviously so you know i've i've shared s several times that i'm an extrovert if i if i haven't and it escaped me and i think i did I'm an extrovert, okay? I am always feeling like I have to be go, 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 go. Oh my gosh, what's going on? Um, and when I don't have that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this major FOMO. Even though I know fucking nothing's happening, I still feel like I have to be everywhere. Um, so when I'm in that valley, I'm like, Ugh nothing is going on. I don't feel happy. I'm waiting on something. And then like when I got the invitation with um, Michelle to work out, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. And then I had to stop and think after class that, listen, I am living. Like life I'm living my life and it might it doesn't have to be a high every single day. Like life just slaps me in the face sometimes and it says, girl, wake the fuck up. This is life and you are living. Like every day does not have to be the high point of the roller coaster. Roller coasters go up and they come down. But bitch, you are living a life and you are living a motherfucking fabulous life. So live. So yeah, I just wanted to share that. Like I am actually living. I'm super proud of myself. So to, to extend that to you guys, if you're in the valley for like a moment, then appreciate the valley because the fa the valley should feel just as joyful as the mountaintop. You know, take them both with the same amount of joy and yeah. So there's that. M aggressively moving on <laughs> to another topic. Let me take a sip of this wine first. By the way, I'm drinking. Um, what is it like the pot? I, these words always apocalyptic the blah 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 apothic apothic red blend whatever the fuck the brand is you guys know but it's the red blend it is so good and it's a ten dollar wine so i've upgraded from my five dollar wine that i was drinking from target this one is so much smoother than the five dollars so you know i'm like okay let me let me splurge and drink ten dollar wine but no more than that like ever Unless somebody else is paying for it. But this wine is really good. You can get it at Target and pretty much everywhere else. But you should not be paying more than $10 for it. Now, aggressively moving on to another topic. It is fall. It is um, cuffing season. And I am so sad to report that everybody who used to eat my ass is totally fucking married or in a relationship. I am like cringing. I'm like, I don't know who I am going to sleep with until spring. <laughs> Y'all, I literally... Oh my God. I literally was <laughs> the stress I felt a couple of days ago. I was super horny. I was going through my goddamn phone, texting people, calling people. I'm like, man, this motherfucker is unavailable. One of my girlfriends has sent me a text message 
just randomly out the blue and she's like you know so-and-so is married i'm like bitch yes i do know he's married okay i do know she's like well how'd you find out i'm telling i'm like i it's not new he been married he was lying about it but i knew his fucking ass was married i know he's married he's married fuck it i know he's married then she's like oh did you find out about the kid i'm like yes i knew about the fucking kid too like i knew all this stuff I don't even like this man. Like, don't even like him at all. But honey, I'm like, you know, it's like a real end of the era when you know you don't have access to somebody that you can just call for sex anymore. Like, I don't, I can't even call. I can't, like, if you, if I didn't like you and you were single, I could call and bug you and be annoying and, you know, work my way over to your house and then that'd be the end of it. Like, whatever. And then maybe not do it again until next fall. But now I can't even, like, I can't even because you got a whole fucking wife and like a toddler running around now. Like, I can't, I can't even do it. So, I am over here, like, stressed the fuck out because I'm like, I don't even know who I'm going to sleep with. My other little situation, you know, I had to, like, dead that. Then, I, y'all, it is, it is stressful. Um, <laughs> It is stressful. So, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, anybody who's single that has some type of solution, do not tell me to get my ass anywhere on the internet. Do not tell me to be on Bumble, anybody's app, whatever. I mean, outside of just, like, having all types of porn on... um on standby this gonna be like a cold cold winter i'm not sure what to do anyhow yeah i just had to have a i I laughed at myself earlier this week i was like and then you know when you find new people you kind of have to like warm yourself into all that like extra shit like you know we i I was sleeping with this man for years so i was you know we, we were there was like no no inhibitions like zero but you know you you find somebody new you gotta creep into that by the time you get there it'd be february march and it, you know like they're the first buds are starting to bloom on some trees it's almost time to come up out of this out of that it's gonna be spring i don't even need you really anymore so i was really like uh down and out about this man being married and i knew he was married it didn't really affect me until just this week i was just like oh god Anyway, so, all right, that is my week wrap-up. The real, um, (laughs) the real, um, purpose of this particular episode here is to talk about fall beauty. So, the last episode, I had my girlfriend Amy on, and we talked about fall fashion. So, now I want to talk about fall beauty, because that's more my lane. Fashion was her lane. Beauty is mine. And so, um, there's a couple things. Just as a caveat to this, I'm not going to give you guys a whole bunch of profound shit, okay? These are not, like, wildly new products. They might be new to you. Whatever. I just want to touch on some principles of fall beauty with the introduction of a couple products, okay? Got it? Perfect. All right. So, um, let's start with the first thing that is really kind of um, heartbreaking to me. So I am really sad to confess that I have heat damage and my hair is like fucked. It's fucked. It's, 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 it's fucked up. And I've been watching all types of videos on YouTube. Like one day I just was combing my hair and like you know, you're supposed to use lose like 100 strands of hair a day, but this was just so much. And I'm like, oh my God. And for the rest of the day, like just, I would just grab my ponytail throughout the day, normally just kind of like play in my hair. And like my hair was just shedding. And I mean like full pieces. It wasn't like breakage. 
of like when you have like the little pieces of hair or anything like my hair looks the same length right now it appears to look a certain way like it look you probably wouldn't notice that my hair was had any issue i noticed it though like the volume of my hair is changing my hair is just is is damaged and it's not um color it's the heat and it's really messing with me because i did a really good job of protecting my hair all the time i only blow dried um and pressed out my hair once every two weeks which probably sounds like a lot to those of you who are natural but we didn't use high heat um i use a lot of heat protectant and so it's really pissing me off because it's like i think it's really like you just take a risk every single time you put any type of heat on your hair and you take a gamble and I lost the gamble and now my hair is just shedding drastically. Um, so a couple of days ago, one of the products I do want to tell you guys about, because oddly enough, everybody didn't know about this when I mentioned it to them, but Aphigy, like it's so like vintage. It's at Sally's. It's a protein treatment because I was on YouTube and you know, I, I use a lot of Olaplex especially being a blonde, Olaplex has saved my color, saved my hair from color bond breakage. Um, and so I have pretty much the entire line of Olaplex. But Olaplex wasn't doing what I needed it to do for the shedding. So I'm all over YouTube and people are like, oh, Aphigy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't used this in forever. Duh. You know, I get a little hooked on what's hot and what's now and always forget that there are like throwback things that I could be using. So I went to Sally's. You buy this. There's They have them in two different forms. Like you can buy a packet of them which is like a single use or you can commit to um bottles of them that look like a shampoo and a conditioner but basically it's a two-step protein treatment the first step is like this watery um liquid um and it goes all on your hair you wash your hair first it goes in your hair and then you either sit underneath a hooded dryer or you blow dry your hair without even touching it just kind of run the blow dryer over your head and your hair hardens up so basically look i look like um a blonde berry white like it poofed up my hair was already wet so of course it's natural it's poofy and then it just freezes so think um the lion from the whiz like that's what i look like um and it just gets hard and you let it sit there for a minute and then you rinse it out put this two the second step on which is a moisturizer and like a neutralizer and then you should be good to go for two days after i did that no issue at all my hair felt good i did blow dry it and press it out after that but i do i don't do my hair silky smooth like if you guys have seen my hair in real life i am a fluffy girl like very khalees style that bone straight silk press thing that ain't my jam I want a puffy root. So I might've been at like three something on the flat iron. Like I'm not a 400 girl, never, I'm not taking it that high. Um, but I do like to, the look of my hair straight and, and, and fluffy, not like natural curl and fluffy. Um, so for two days after I did that, my hair was fine. I wasn't experiencing any shedding, any breakage or anything. Now my hair is back to kind of normal and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. So I have to do something aggressively. I don't want to cut my hair. So as much as I'm not a braid girl, I am probably going to get braids in the next few days um, just so my hair can be completely protected in a way. It is going to be cold out soon. Um, the air is going to get really crisp and really dry and it doesn't make a whole ton of sense of me trying to keep blonde hair that is damaged alive. So what I'm going to elect to do in my long hair journey because I do want to grow my hair to like um, low back length is just go ahead and put it up right now while I have hair on my head 
Um, and I will still be a blonde girl probably when I come out. I just do not like what my hair looks. I don't, I don't like how I look anymore with, um, natural black hair. I'll probably still bleach it because like I said, my damage didn't come from the bleach. It came from the blow drying, but the goal is, um, to the blow drying and the pressing. But the goal really here is to get my hair to a length where I want to wear it, um, natural in its curly state where I can still pull it up in a big messy top knot. Um, I just didn't like wearing it natural when it was like, you know, when you have the shrinkage and then it just kind of is at my ear, really, that that ain't my look. I'm, it, it just doesn't work with my personal aesthetic in 2019. So when I get my hair to a length as a natural girl, then I'll wear it natural. I don't have an issue with wearing my hair curly. I really don't. It's a length issue for me. It's not a texture issue. Um, so I'm going to be braiding it. And of course, they're going to be blonde braids. But um, I'm going to have to maintain some type of strength from somewhere because I do not have the patience to do anything more than a blowout. Literally, like sitting still for five hours, I'm I'm going to go fucking insane. But I got to do what I got to do because I cannot be a bald-headed Betty out here. I, I can't. That that More than anything, that doesn't go with my fucking aesthetic. I cannot be running around here giving any look with no fucking hair. And my hair is blonde, so I would definitely look like Cynthia from the Rugrats, a little baby doll. And it's not hot. So I'm not trying to give that. Um, but so back to the aphogy. Before you get to the point where your hair is fucked up like mine, please use some protein treatments. If you do anything to your hair in terms of flat iron, blow dryer, if you do a lot of manipulation, if you're constantly um, putting stress on your hair, ponytails, if you color your hair, even if it's not bleach, if it's color, do a protein treatment. Your hair needs it. Your hair is made of protein. And the more you are manipulating your hair, the more you are like damaging the protein bonds in your hair. So you need to add it back in. It is not going to hurt anything for you to like add protein to your hair unless you do it excessively then it has a whole nother effect but i'm saying do one regularly this particular brand recommends every six weeks that's how long this treatment is supposed to um survive and then you have to redo it so again it's called Afogee, a-p-h-o-g-e-e -E. if you go into any sally's beauty anywhere in the united states of america they know what the hell you're talking about. So go in there. The packet for a single use is like $3.49. You can't go wrong. So use that. Um, also, before I get my hair braided, I'll probably, I don't know if I'm going to do another one of those, but I'm absolutely going to be hair masking. And so that's another thing. Again, right along with this whole fall, winter situation with hair, we all know that everything gets dry. Hair, skin, everything. So, pro I mean, the mask. I have mentioned on here before, I cannot stress enough even more now that it is colder in the air, the use of regular masks for your hair. I am not an advocate of making masks. Like you'll see on YouTube where people are mixing eggs and mayo and avocado. To me, that shit is more costly and more wasteful and not as effective. Yes, there are um you know ingredients or natural molecules and enzymes and whatever that are in these natural products and food that do work yes however nobody's got the fucking time to be at whole foods buying all this organic food that you're just gonna waste and it's a fucking mess just go out to the store and buy what the hell you need and those lines if you buy something that is sulfate free paraben free free of dimethicone free of whatever the hell then they have probably also formulated it so that it works 10 times better. Christoph Robin is one of those brands that is amazing. So I've talked about this before. I'm going to stress it again. He has a basic mask um, 
it's a prickly pear um hair mask it's 71 dollars, so it's quite costly but it goes like forever like you can i with the amount of hair that i have i have a lot of hair it's very thick and it has been long for quite some time that mask and that tub it lasted me like six months you don't have to use a lot it's highly concentrated it really does change your hair just don't go around blow drying it and fucking your hair up afterwards but it is amazing and then it comes in colors too so if you do color your hair if you're blonde it has a purple one to retone your hair there's a brunette one there's a baby blonde one and i think there's one other one so a chestnut one or something like that so those are amazing but whatever one you get i definitely suggest kind of bumping yourself up so if you're a person who buys all of your hair care from cvs from sally's you might want to segue at least into the sephora um sephora has done an amazing job now of um curating their hair care lines and really picking brands that are not only effective but that are clean um and have a really good list of ingredients so um and that can't really be said for the drugstore lines i mean there really is a a reason why certain products cost six dollars and other ones cost 60 um so no matter where you are in your hair journey or even in your skin, as I'm going to touch on later, look, learn to read ingredients. I know that that's been said many of times on YouTube, but learn to read ingredients and then let the ingredients decide whether or not you're going to pay the ticket price from based on the ingredients. Not necessarily based on the brand, but based on the ingredients. Um. All right, so that's hair. For skin... Oh, before we get back... Before we leave hair... Um. <clears throat> the Christoph Robin, because I am a loyal fan of his, and this is a French brand also. So you can get Christoph Robin in some of the Sephoras, like um, a lot of the flagship Sephoras um, carry Christoph Robin, and then Blue Mercury's carry Christoph Robin. And Blue Mercury's are now like everywhere. I even see that they have a location in um, Birmingham, Alabama, which I never thought I would see the day. But anyway, so they um, he has a like a cream um oil that i've been using and it's a heavy oil that you really it comes out as like literally almost like a crisco and you have to warm it up in your fingers um to to liquefy but it's a lavender based intensive treatment so a lot of these products again are designed for white hair um just in the design because the 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 person christoph robin is a white man right so he's not doing ethnic hair he's doing white hair so there the way it's described is um it's a ultra nourishing protective oil pre-shampoo however for our hair for black hair girl you can wear this as a regular oil because it's thick and I love it. So I don't rinse this shit out. I don't wash it out. It stays in my hair like a regular hair oil is until I'm ready to wash my hair. It is, the tag is still on it, $47 for 5.1 fluid ounces. And again, it's like a, a solid until you um, liquefy it. But it's divine. I love it. Boom. Hair care is wrapped up. Now, um, skincare. So what are we doing? I'm back on... T I've never really left any of my um, acids. I know that if Malika was on here, she would tell you no acids in the summertime as an esthetician. She doesn't like doing a whole bunch of acids in the summertime because obviously it's sunnier. People are spending a lot more time in the summer. And when you are using a lot of acids and putting yourself in the summer you're tanning or in the sun you're tanning and all that jazz you're making yourself more susceptible to burning and all the damage that comes along with that um so she will normally eliminate all of the um acid-based treatments for her clients as the spring comes 
I, however, don't follow, follow fucking directions or listen to Malika most of the time. Hee hee, hey boo. Um, so I acid all fucking year long. I I happen to think my skin is gorge. So, you know, take that for what you will. But um, if you're one of those people who follow directions, now you can come back into the acids. I have finished up with my Tatcha. I was using the Tatcha deep cleansing um deep cleansing cleanser um, because I just realized I hadn't been using a deep cleansing cleanser. I was using Peter Thomas Roth. So I moved on to hers. And then now I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'm done with that. Let me, let me go back to an old tried and true. So I found my way back to M61 power cleanse. And this one, again, M61 is the house brand at Blue Mercury. It's founded by their founder, Marla Beck, and um so that's the only place you can get it right now blue mercury but it is really a a solid line and so um this particular cleanser is for oily skin which is what i have it's a um, glycolic face cleanser with which has still tea tree and some vitamin b5 in it it is one of my favorite cleansers like if i had to have a top three cleansers this would be in it it's a gel base it's i mean it's great i always feel like there's a little hint of um, glycolic. I don't remember what the percentage is in here, but um, it does everything for me. I double cleanse with it. I'm not a bomb-based cleanser person, so I love it. Um, boom, there's that. Um, then lots of masks, right? So now we're spending a lot more time in the house. You got Sundays to be um, at home doing a whole bunch of longer treatments. And so skincare masks are the cat's meow. Um, and what I love in the fall time is Peter Thomas Roth's pumpkin enzyme mask. And so it again, has a lot of the alpha hydroxies in it, which glycolic is a part of that family. Um, and then it also has the um, the little like crystals in it. So you apply it and then like massage it around your skin. Um, so you're taking, you're using the chemical exfoliation of the alpha hydroxies and then the manual exfoliation of the little enzyme crystal things. It's a really good one. It smells identical to pumpkin pie and I think pumpkin is fucking gross. I'm a brown girl and my mother grew up in um, Columbus, Mississippi, so sweet potato is it, but you know, that's another story. But anyway, if you're a pumpkin fan, this is what you need to have. You can get it in a couple sizes at... um, Sephora, the size I have it in is the largest size, the five milliliter. Um, I've had it for like a, over a year and I'm halfway through. So it lasts like literally forever. Um, You apply it again, just like most masks, three to seven minutes or until you fall asleep and forget about it, wake up, rinse it off, boom, you're gorgeous. Um, Serums always, as I've mentioned a gajillion times, um, the ordinary, whatever's whatever works for you right now, you're free to use. But if you are a person who gets hyper dry in the wintertime, please look for serums that are either 100% hyaluronic acid or heavily hyaluronic acid. That's what you're going to want to use to press into your skin um, so that your skin stays super, super, super moisturized and hydrated all winter long and then i'm also as a moisturizer right now using drunk elephants proteiny um polypeptide cream 
I got this as a deluxe sample from Sephora and I don't have anything bad to say about it. I mean, I think peptides are amazing. They really help with the texture of your skin, the firmness of your skin, putting in some antioxidants and just making sure your skin stays completely, um, um, you know, it's an anti-aging situation. Um, but I, what I really like about this one is I use it in the morning. I do not use it at night, but it dries down rather quickly so I can still put my moisture, my makeup on top of it, my foundation on top of it. It doesn't leave me like oily or whatever. At nighttime, I don't care about putting on a really heavy or rich moisturizer, but during the day, absolutely not because my, my um, foundation is also very light. And so literally my entire face would slide off. So um, <clears throat> no to heavy moisturizers during the day yes to drunk elephants proteiny pep polypeptide cream i have no idea why brands decide that they need to name stuff that intricate like that's unnecessary it's at sephora <coughs> you should get it all right one more sip of this ten dollar wine okay so that's skin and hair um <clears throat> Uh, well, in this, you know, what was I about to say? Probably should stop drinking. <laughs> okay, I'm so happy about fall for like one reason only because I hate fall. Uh, but I get to bring out my like smokier fragrances. If you guys want a throwback episode or if you're just now joining and just now finding to get into this podcast, way back when and probably like episode two or three, um, there were two of our friends on there. Um, and... We talked about fragrance, okay? So Ariel Shoshana, our two friends from that store in Mosaic um, here in the Washington, D.C. metro, came on to talk about niche fragrances. One of my favorite fragrances that I divulged in that episode was by Rado 1996. So this is a super deep, smoky um, fragrance that you can really only get away with wearing in the wintertime. Even if you're one of those people who are very particular and always have this signature fragrance, blah, 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 blah. Like you would look crazy smelling like this in the dead of July because it's 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 grandma heavy in July. In November, it's appropriate. So I'm excited to get to wear this again. I've only gotten like a couple squirts in and a little goes a long way. That's what happens with luxury fragrance. Also, Byredo is still exclusively sold at either Nima Marcus or at Byredo's by Rado shops um in I think New York City and maybe like Miami is probably like the only place on the East Coast you can get by Rado outside of Neiman Marcus. Go sniff around. They've got amazing products. I'm excited to get back into 1996. Um one of the other things that I want to talk about before I jump off of this episode is nail polish. So <clears throat> I know that so many of you cannot wait until fall so you can wear all your little gothic nail polish colors and i used to be one of those girls but i am a girl who strongly believes in your signature shit so i am not going to be running around here wearing um opi lincoln park after dark like boo to you everybody fucking knows that nail polish color um i also don't like looking like everybody else but like there's so many other colors out there and wear what brings you joy. So it's just a nail polish. If you love a white nail because it looks gorgeous on your skin, who the hell are these beauty editors that tell you you have to wear chocolate brown colors because it's the fall? Bitch, no, wear your white. 
all year. I'm wearing right now one of my favorite colors. I love neon and I love neon in um in colors, not necessarily like bright like tennis ball neon, but the color that I'm wearing right now is a gel. The brand is D&D and the color is called red. It's that simple, but it's their red is like a neon red. So it's not a fire engine red. It has neon in it. So it's a fun, perky red. I wear, I've been wearing that for weeks now. Um, I also wear fuchsia from fuchsia from them. So it's like a Barbie pink color. And those are my two colors that I absolutely love. They bring me so much joy. They don't make me go into a depression. I don't feel like, you know, it's frigid outside and I got these dark fucking fingernails on. And the, the burr of winter, I want to have on a fuchsia Barbie pink color. That's what I'm going to wear. So find your um, color and wear your color no one you don't get out of that where that that shit is over you don't have to go warm because it's the winter and the fall and bright in the summer whatever your shit is then wear your shit all right so we are at the bottom of the hour those are my fall little beauty tips and then um also i forgot to mention like protective styles outside of braiding I would love to hear what you guys have um, as your protective style, what's working for you, so that I can maybe get into that once I get over these braids. Um, so let me know what you guys are doing in all aspects of your fall and transitional into colder weather beauty. Let's see what next week brings. I hope you guys have an amazing next few days. Be well. Ciao. All right, guys, that was episode 28. Oh my God, 28 weeks. I just want to leave you guys with just a small little something that if you are lacking inspiration, look in the mirror and look at yourself and see how far you have truly come and think about all the things that you have overcome and just know how amazing you truly are. I tell that to my clients all the time in class, like, Look at yourself in the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror. Get your head up. Look at yourself in the mirror and see how amazing you are and say that to yourself. I am the shit. I have come so far. I'm so I'm I'm so loved. I'm so blessed. Um, I have everything that I need and thank God for the blessings of the things that did not happen to you. So um, I just want to leave you with that. Okay. Ciao.